Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Tuesday, 7th September 2021. Our bit today comes from Malachi chapter 3 verse 6, which says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. Well, friends, the summer's done now. Schools open once more. Adults back to work. Whatever can open is open. But unfortunately, many of our problems are still there. Talking about things like the virus and its ever-expanding family, the strife, the natural disasters, and their consequent fallout, and all the other negative activity that's choosing this particular time to come against us. And sadly, we don't seem to be handling the situation properly, for there's no unity, no agreement on how to go about solving our problems. Thus, our efforts are unsuccessful. But friends, let's be thankful for the one constant in our ever-changing lives and world. That's Jehovah God, our creator and provider. Let's be thankful that he doesn't change. And it's not me who says so now, but the Lord himself. Yes, he declared it long ago through the prophet Malachi, who says, For I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. And it's only through his awesome grace, mercy, and great love for us that we have not already been destroyed since we have delighted in moving away from his ordinances and living an ever-increasingly sinful and evil lifestyle. And I believe that our chickens are now coming home to roost in these strange, unexpected and trying times. And if we ever hope to be rid of our many problems or even lessen them significantly, then it's absolutely time for us to turn back to the God of our forefathers, for he's the only one who can help us solve them. The sad part is that many of us are very aware of that fact, but yet we hem and haw and find all sorts of excuses not to turn back to Almighty God, to worship and reverence him in sincerity and truth. I don't know what we are afraid of. Are we putting the foolish and short-term pleasures of this wicked world above the eternal and everlasting benefits and security of our souls? It certainly seems so, since many of us in this time of tribulation are turning away from God rather than turning towards him, the God of our salvation. Now, listen to some more interesting words from the prophet Malachi, read the coming day of the Lord, which the scholars tell us refers to the time of the great tribulation, which is in view as the birth pangs for the millennial kingdom. Malachi declares, For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud 
Yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble, and the day that cometh shall burn them up, said the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. And that comes from Malachi 4.1. Now, I think that says quite clearly that the proud and wicked will suffer irreparable harm when the Lord comes. But for some reason, many of us believe it when the Lord says that he will do good, but then erroneously think that because the Lord is good and loving and all that, he won't really destroy the proud and the wicked. Friends, that's a rather foolish theory because you've seen down through history how God has indeed destroyed the wicked. Just look at what he did to the Israelites, his chosen people in the wilderness when they began complaining and behaving foolishly, hating the manner that they were being divinely given and wishing they were back in bondage in Egypt. The good book says, And the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and much people of Israel died. And that's taken from Numbers 21.6. Yes, my brethren, whatever the Lord says he will do, he will do, be it good or bad in our eyes. For there is always good reason for his actions. He has been warning us since the beginning of the good book that the wicked will be destroyed and the faithful saved. But we obviously don't take his warning seriously. Otherwise, our world would never be as sinful and evil as it currently is. And we also have lost a lot of our brain power or logical thinking as we have evolved through down the years. For the Israelites, when they found themselves in hard times because of their sinful behavior, they quickly repented and returned to the God of their forefathers. Just like they did with that snake attack, they ran to Moses and repented and asked him to pray for them. And the Lord told Moses to make a brass serpent and hang it upon a pole. And whoever got bit by a snake could look upon the serpent and live. And that comes from Numbers 21, verses 7 to 9. But we brainiacs of this modern world think we invented ourselves and we don't need God. Thus we try to push him out of our society. <laughs> well, good luck, good luck with that, number people. It won't ever happen because the Lord won't allow it to. Why can't we learn from the fall of the very fool we follow in our wicked and sinful behavior? No? That's Lucifer the Archangel, who had great hopes of becoming El Numero Uno and overthrowing Almighty God, his creator. So he and some other foolish heavenly creations rebelled. And what happened to them? Eh? They were ungraciously kicked out of heaven to walk the earth in shame and disgrace and to eventually be destroyed. But still, knowing the lying, deceitful, and wicked nature of those rebellious creatures, we listen to them and follow them, going against the dictates of our Creator. And yet, we don't think that we will be eventually destroyed just like them 
if we don't turn from our evil ways before the end of our mortal lives? <laughs> the problem here, my people, is that we don't know when our mortal lives will end. It can happen at any time. And very often the Grim Reaper gives us absolutely no warning. That makes it necessary for us to be always prepared. For if we die without accepting Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we will end up separated from God. Our worst nightmare. Only thing is, it won't be a nightmare then, but a stark and frightening reality. However, if we wisely turn back to the Lord, listen to, to, listen to this promise through Malachi. He says, But unto you that fear my name shall the Son of Righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and he shall go forth and grow up as calves of the stall, that's grow up fat like stall-fed calves, and he shall tread down or trample the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, said the Lord of hosts. And that comes from Malachi 4, verses 2 to 3. And he did it, friends, when he sent Jesus Christ, the Son of Righteousness, the Messiah, to earth, to die in propitiation for our sins. So please believe that God is a keeper of his promises now, be they in our favor or not. And let's wise up and realize that the many problems we and our world face will not be solved or even lessened until we once again acquire a true reverence and love for Almighty God. Now, for those of us who have already done that, let's go home declaring, yes, I spell it right today. Let's go home declaring or choose the mantra, letting the whole world know who and whose we are. Yes, who we belong to, lock, stock, and barrel. All together now, in God's eyes, I'm not what I do. I'm not what I have. I'm not what people say about me. I am the beloved of God. That's who I am. No one can take that from me. I don't have to worry. I don't have to hurry. I can trust my friend Jesus and share his love with the world. Amen. And now, friends, having made those significant statements, it behooves us to go out and share that awesome friendship and love of Jesus with others who don't know him. Much love. And the postscript for today says, these times are the beginning of sorrows, and they certainly are, friends. You can check out Matthew 28, sorry, Matthew 24, 8, where Jesus said that all the problems we have coming on now will just be the beginning of the end times. So please, let's do what we know to do. Now let's accept Jesus, live for him, be the salt and light of the earth, of the world that he requires of us so that our world can do better and things won't get as bad as they can if we don't improve ourselves. This we pray 
In Jesus' name, amen. Please have a blessed day, my people. Much love.